the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, this station, or its advertisers. Live from Northern California, it's Lifeline with Jesse Gastan. He's the host of Way of Grace, a pastor and a community leader. He's a teacher and an inspiration. He's Lifeline's own Jesse Gastan. tell you we had a glorious day today the weather was fabulous and um it's another monday on uh, this let's see october 24th 2022 and i'm here with you and you're here with me jesse gistan uh hoping to keep you company and hoping to dialogue with you for the next two hours I know you got a ton of questions and a ton of ideas. Um, Your mind is wondering, as is mine, you know, what's going on. We are in the middle of something. I keep telling you that every week. I was I was reminded of the canary in the tunnel. I don't uh, in the coal mine. I don't know if you know about that. The canary in the coal mine was and is largely viewed as a, a euphemistic folklore for warning the coal miners when they were in danger in that dark hole uh, where they couldn't see outside. And uh, there needed to be uh, a creature more sensitive to them to um, carbon monoxide poisoning and other things. And the canary in in the coal mine was literally a contraption that they made by which canaries would be in the coal mine with the coal miners and the canary would die from the toxins and poisons in the air that they were hypersensitive to. And when the coal miners saw that the canaries had kicked over from uh, asphyxiation, basically starvation of oxygen in their bloodstream, they realized it was time to get out of there. Now, I and many others are like the canary in the coal mine and have been for years um, really uh, indefatigably, haven't said that word in a long time, uh, trying to exist without getting weary, uh, telling you that you, you need to wake up and, 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 and be alert and be vigilant and and think it through. Um, just just. You heard the commercial before the program started, Uncle Tom 2, where I saw both Uncle Tom 1 as well as Uncle Tom 2. And they're both very good documentations and very good presentations on what you heard in that clip, at least an excerpt of a warning that our country is being taken over right now as we speak by the neo-Marxist socialists. And their agenda is fundamentally a uh, uh, a neo socialist, communist, worldwide, global agenda. Now, you've heard it 
And many of you listening to me have begun to understand and recognize this is why you're seeing so many bizarre responses on the part of our government on so many levels. I mean, we'll, we'll touch on some today. But the reality is, is that you need to wake up and become circumspect and, and, and look around and see why it is that uh, there is this uneasiness and this sort of uh, dynamic occurring in our, our nation, particularly here in California, with uh, the craziness that our government is imposing upon us uh, and Governor uh, Newsom at that, uh, why these things are occurring. Well, uh, I, I heard an absolutely fabulous presentation by uh, one of the represent- representatives of the European uh, um, Parliament. The European Parliament is a conglomeration of nation states that work in conjunction with um, with, with, with the global uh, conglomerates. You got blocks of nations that work together in Europe, and then you got blocks of nations that work together here in what we call uh, uh, the West. We are largely tied to Germany and Canada with a few other uh, nation states, as well as Israel being at the center of all of this. And I'll talk about them in a moment. But what we know for sure, without a doubt, and therefore are screaming it from the uh, rooftop as canaries in the tunnel, is that your country is being transformed right before your nose and the policies are changing and our constitution has been completely turned upside down and violated on so many levels that really, if you don't know, then you probably are never going to really know how invasive and how surreptitious and how ideologically uh, transformed our society is in every state that is uh, driven by hyper liberal policies, as is the state of California, New York and a few others. This is why you see the dystopian Gotham City effects all around this state. I know you know about it. I talk to people every day. I love being out. I love communicating with people. I love keeping it real. And so if you are such as stick your head in the sand and don't like to hear bad news, all you want to hear is peace, peace. Let me remind you of what your God says. When they shall say peace, peace, then sudden destruction comes upon them as a woman in travail. And I would much rather you be aware of the uh, misrepresentation of that statement, because at present, there is not much peace in our nation economically, politically, socially, spiritually, domestically. Everything is off the chart in terms of tranquility in our society. It's all off the chart. It's not good. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not good. And believers are not to stick their head in the sand. So let me start with a biblical verse to kind of premise where we're going to go today in our program. Psalm 1, verse 1. Blessed is the man that does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands with ungodly sinners in the way nor sits in the seat of the scorner. God says, blessed is the man that does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. The idea of walking in the counsel of the ungodly means that you agree with ungodly counsel. You agree with unbiblical counsel. 
the man or the woman or the family or the community that does not walk in ungodly counsel is blessed in multiple ways. That's literally the Hebrew plural form of the word there, blessed. Many, many blessings are upon the man or the woman or the family or the nation that does not agree with ungodly counsel. All right, we're headed towards politics. Nor do they stand in the way of sinners. That is to stand in opposition to the truth because ungodly sinners are in the way as opposition. Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. And ungodly sinners stand in the way, against the way. And good men and good women do not stand with ungodly sinners. They just don't. We just don't. We don't stand with them. We stand in opposition to them. We stand in opposition to their worldviews. And we certainly stand in opposition to their opposition to Jesus. This can be clearly and pragmatically worked out uh, in our education system, certainly in our medical industry, in our entertainment industry, certainly in our theologically vacuous seminaries today um, at the highest levels of of religion, our universities, uh, our entertainment, our business. We are in total disagreement with this whole diversity, inclusion, and equity system that we know is nothing more than a, a neo-racist agenda uh, to, 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 to create a divide between uh, whites and so-called people of color, and then also to add in the whole array of the LGBTQ+. Agenda. Basically, it's a system that opposes a biblical worldview. Uh, If you know the truth, say amen. Um, Nor do we sit in the seat of the scorner, mocking Christ, mocking God, mocking the word of God as they do. We don't walk in. We don't agree with. We don't stand. We don't identify with as a witness. We don't sit in judgment as rulers against righteousness, against the righteous, against those who are telling you the truth. We don't oppose. We don't censor. We don't uh, we don't pejoratively condemn. We don't uh, we don't hinder. We don't prosecute. We don't persecute. We don't punish men and women that want to tell you the truth and debate about it. Uh, and, and there is no doubt, there's no doubt that we are all being sucked into this godless metaverse of the social tech mega world. And, uh, and, and we are definitely changing as a species, socially and psychologically. I told our congregation yesterday, we are losing our freedom of self self-determination and our identity as uh, created in the Imago Dei and therefore valuing freedom at the highest level because we are redefining who we are as human beings. Now, this is the demonic signal that the Bible warns about very clearly. It's a demonic signal that God warns about in Isaiah chapter 29, 16. Surely your turning of things upside down shall be esteemed as the potter's clay. For shall the work say of him that made it, he did not make me. Or shall the thing framed say of him that framed it, he has no understanding. And ladies and gentlemen, the ideology and worldview that you and I are looking at today, both says that God did not make us. And if God exists, he doesn't understand What blasphemous words, but they dominate our administration, our politics, our education, 
and everything on down the line. So who you with? Are you with Christ? With the word of the living God, with the truth of the gospel? And are you standing in open canary in the coal mine warning that we are in danger? This is Monday edition of Lifeline. All the lines are open. one 888 367 Three six seven five three two nine. Give me a call. Let's talk about it. Let's let's discuss it. Let's debate it. Let's enjoy it. Let's ruminate while we have the freedom to do so. This is the Monday edition of Lifeline. I'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. We are back. The time is five twenty, and I have three lines open now. Three lines open, ready to talk with you. Ready to create a dynamic. Ready to engage in dialogue ready to set forth the biblical worldview to map on top of where we are to show you prophetically what you and I need to be seeing so that we are not blinded by the distractions and distortions of the truth that's coming through your media and every other social media outlet intentionally seeking to deceive you. I quoted Isaiah chapter 29, verse 16, where God warns humanity of thinking that it can actually proclaim self-existence without God or ridiculing and reprimanding God for saying that a heterosexual or homosexual does not constitute the total makeup of human beings. But human beings are a spectrum of genders and sexualities that have yet to reach their full number, predicated upon what we're seeing taking place in this Babylonian system today. We're up to some 170 to 180 gender-specific categories. If that's not confusion, I don't know what is. But I will tell you what's going on just a bit more. And again, if you want to talk, one triple eight. Three six seven five three two nine. Please listen to me. You're dealing with a a collaboration, a blitz of uh, science. Uh, I will call these science philistines. My folks at Grace know what I'm talking about. These are scientific giants in the field of social science, in the field of medical science, in the field of political science, in the field of military science. All of these giants are collaborating in the field of economic science. They're all in the field of psychological science. They're all collaborating to utterly deconstruct a biblical worldview right in front of your eyes. And you can't see it because you're distracted. And the distraction lies at the level of your emotion. Now, hold on. I want to make sure you get this because I'm teaching this as I unpack the doctrine of sanctification in our own church. The world has told you that you are largely what you feel. Not what you are, but what you feel. And because your feelings have become prominent in the makeup of your identity, You can actually lie to yourself about what you really are based upon how you are feeling. But Mr. Luther put it this way. Feelings come and feelings go. Feelings are so fleeting. Nothing but the word of God is really worth believing. Why? Because the word of the Lord is right. All of its works are done in truth. Heaven and earth will pass away, but not one jot until my word will pass away. The word of the Lord is sure, steadfast, immovable, and settled in heaven. 
And the point that I'm trying to get at is that you and I are watching a change occur in the psyche, in the physio psyche, in the social psyche of humanity, increment by increment, drip by drip, lie by lie, because we're moving from reality to a dystopian metaverse via the just flood of propaganda coming through all these different resources. Now, this is rooted in uh, socialist Marxism. It knows that if you're not grounded in reality, all they need to do is give you another story, much more emotionally uh, dominating than the story you had previously, and you'll buy into it. This is what happened over the last two years. The vast majority of the world bought a lie. I can't say it any more than I've said it over the last two years. I enjoyed the European Parliament, Italian minister, female sister, rose up, made a very plain formal lie to us, big formal lie to us. Uh, uh, they, they, they distorted the data. They gained the data. They lied about the harm and injuries of the vaccines. We're done with them. And then one of the brothers from uh, Croatia had on a black suit, hefty brother from Croatia, Romania, I believe. He preached it. I mean, he was so clear on their lie, their manipulation, their coercion, their straight up poisoning their society and uh, and pretending that it was not so. They too said, we're done. This was a meeting that you will never see in your major media outlets. But I'll tell you what, if you want to catch up with it in, in, in a biblical framework, follow my series at Grace Bible Church, uh, uh, grace-bible.com, as I'm dealing with the life of Samson, because I'm unpacking this whole thing right now in the life of Samson. They, they want to bind Samson as they want to bind you. They want to control your body. And this is where we're going. We are in imminent danger. And what the stats have stated is very clear that men and women are dominated by two extreme negative emotional manifestations, depression and anxiety. And here's what's going on. Because you have bought the lie that we are being uh, uh, in danger of extinction by a virus you can't see. This is called blinding you. You're blind when you can't see your enemy. Um, we bought that lie, and now we are becoming hyper-germophobic. Hyper-germophobic. And this is artificially generated as a neurosis, and it's fast becoming a global phenomenon. It's setting you and I up for what Aldous Huxley called the peel, the pleasure peel, or as the Matrix puts it, the blue peel. And this is the whole idea of just wanting to go to sleep, wanting to isolate, wanting to uh, hide away, because now you're viewing every other human being as a bio contagion. Y'all know that's what that that's true. You know, you see that everywhere you go. It's pathetic and sad. You go places and you see people. We're no longer in any kind of uh, threat. I mean, your president told you about a month ago, the, the pandemic is over. <sighs> But you still see people distancing themselves. I walk almost every day because got a brand new hip. So I love to walk and run now. And people are still just about crossing the street. Or if they have a mask under their chin, they immediately pull their mask up. Do you understand the mask is an indicator that you're a slave to a new paradigm? That's what the mask indicates. 
that you're slave to a new paradigm. And it's rooted in a system of fear. Again, germophobic, hyper germophobic fear that the your fellow man is a biocontagent. Now, this also sets you up to be sheeple for another medical emergency crisis mandated mandating sheeple compliance. Total lockstep sheeple compliance. It's coming. It'll be here soon. They've they've been telling you that Bill Gates and Fauci and and uh, all of the uh, uh, gatekeepers of of uh, the CDC and FDA. They've been telling you we're going to have another one real soon. We'll we'll be we'll be doing another drill shortly. They're saying so the intrinsic fear you have will never go away until you get right with God and ask him to deliver you from a sense of hyper anxiety because you're not believing him. You're believing them. This is so very important, children of God. Please listen to me. Jesus is supposed to be your Lord, and your Bible is supposed to be your light. And I know your pastors are supposed to be telling you, but they're not, because they haven't actually stuck their head out of the cave to see what's going on for themselves. But even though you don't necessarily like what I'm saying, I know you sense what I'm saying is true. This whole thing of binding the body in the in the the, uh, the story of Samson is about binding the body of Christ, binding the body that is willing to tell the world what reality is, binding the strong man that's able to help men and women get right with God. Binding the body is about destroying, again, a biblical worldview, not only by binding the body, but by transforming the body through drugs, through pharmacia, through a new technology that's basically putting you in a position for a transition. The world is transitioning. There's no doubt about it, but it's designed to make you slaves. This is the fleshly Babylonian system that is purporting itself to be, uh, in a certain way, godlike. This is the whole concept of homo deus or humanoids 3.0. And it's for this reason, you guys remember Elon Musk? You remember the fellow that's one of maybe uh, 100 uh, uh, neuroscientists who are uh, dealing with neuralink technology, the ability of kind of hybriding artificial intelligence with the minds of human beings? This is no joke. We're there. And they're 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 creating systems where they can give you pills or shots or as some of you guys know, um, um, modes of, of uh, tattoos by which they can actually read your vital signs. Perceive how you think, how you feel. And this is what all the data gathering is all about right now. This whole data mining of technology by which you are sitting in front of a screen and and doing your whole life. They're gathering all that so they can know how to read you. This is already happening in China. I told you that. By the way, it's massively happening in Israel. If you can ever get somebody to tell you the truth about what's going on in Israel, they are sick as I don't know what. And they are in bondage to this biotechnological surveillance system um, because Israel is one of the sharpest nations in the world when it comes to technology. And uh, their government has sold them out to that technology. They are in transition to what many of us know is transhumanism. And you are, too, by the way. Just letting you know, this is why our government seems to just be careless about us standing up and saying we're not doing any more shots. You're not going to harm our children. It's not going to happen. And I'm glad I'm hearing some of that because it may be that we're not too late 
to stand up against this diabolical scheme that basically is suggesting that the way out of misery is to take a pill or have one inserted in your body um, to be uh, ex- to be ignited or to be uh, uh, actuated by technological powers outside of yourselves. This is where we are. This is this is transhumanism. This is neurotech, uh, neural uh, neural link technology. This is a phenomenal system. This is what CRISPR technology is about. This is what the mRNA technology is all about. And you need to know it because it's true. And this is where you are. All right, I've got three lines open, one 888 And, of course, the Bible speaks of this. No man will buy or sell except he receive absolute slavish totalitarian submission to the beast. That is your government. Three lines open, one 888 Wendy, we will get you when we come back. We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. We are indeed back to time 536. Again, as I stated, three lines open. Give me a call. Let's talk. You know, something's wrong. We got to keep chatting about it. We do not want to go to sleep. We want to be clear on what's going on because some mandates will be coming down shortly. I promise you. You're already seeing the increase in uh, in food prices. California is going to be one of the last states in the union that is overwhelmingly uh, impacted by it because we're such a wealthy state. That should not give you undue comfort because in many other states, it's, it's already becoming difficult. Obviously, this is going to be devastating for the poor. I've talked about this to my own congregation. Millions of people are starving around the world as we speak. I know that means nothing to you, but it's it's something to God and it's something that we need to be concerned about as well. And, and, it, and it can all be laid at the lap of our governments because they are portending to be wiser than us and they are in a reset and they feel like they need to kill off a bunch of people. Attrition is always the way they work. Let me see if I can do one more uh, analysis to help you understand what the commercial meant when it said you need to vote for uh, brand new school boards here in the Bay Area, particularly California, but you need to vote out every one of the incumbent politicians because they're all uh, traitors. They are all Benedict Arnolds. They are all the vast majority of them are on both sides, by the way. They're all globalist. They're all uh, surreptitious Marxist socialists. They won't tell you that, but they are. Globalism and Marxism are fundamentally the same. If globalism is to work, you got to get you got to destroy nation states. You got to destroy the power of local government. You got to embed in all of your governmental systems mannequin candidates that are simply operating out of a top down authority who will not yield no matter how much the people cry out. <clears throat> They're not representing the people. They're representing the multi trillionaires who are paying them to implement these agendas. That's where you are. This is why. You're demoralized today. You don't have a sense of of uh, of of entitlement. We're kind of like a welfare state psychologically now where we're just making one of the things I've talked about to our congregation that we have lost the identity of free men and women who are willing to commit what is necessary in terms of maintaining our freedoms. Uh, and we become a welfare state. All we want the want the government to do is keep us comfortable. Uh, That is a slippery slope into psychological 
domestic and social bondage. Everybody that knows history knows that it was the precursor to what happened in Mao Zedong, with Mao Zedong in China, the precursor under Mussolini and Stalin, the precursor under Hitler. You know that what they do, and these are governments, they make life miserable so bad that the only place you can go for help is the government. And that's what, that's what Newsom is doing to our state right now. After a while, it becomes so bad that you have to either move, which is what a lot of people are doing, bless them, because at least their their um, system of uh, uh, of sympathetic nervous system of uh, of alarm is still vital enough for them to move. They're not paralyzed. Your body is meant to respond to hurt and harm and get away from it as much as you can. Um, or are you just going to be paralyzed by a kind of hypnosis? We call this mass psychosis to where you're just going to wait for the government to come hand you a welfare check, which is what they did during uh, the whole COVID lockdown. Remember, we got all those entitlement checks. I didn't take one of them because I don't want to be conditioned to have to depend upon the government just at the Pavlov's dog whistle. And this is where we're going. All right, I do have three lines open, one 888 I got a whole lot more to say. I can cover the whole two hours 20 times over. There's so much to say. Let's go to line one, however, and talk with Wendy from Union City. Wendy, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Thank How you, can I help Pastor. You? I'm so happy that you're talking about um, the cultural Marxism, that the subversions of you know the traditional culture in yes. our schools and in every aspect of our institutions. And, you know, I'm just so glad to find another canary in the coal mine. Yes. And I just feel like, you know, last year, I've been sound, I mean, like, you know, at the personal level, as individuals, I've been sounding alarms that these are cultural Marxism. You know, yeah. um, the, I call them CFOs. Basically, they are communist front operatives, you know, disguising as gender rights, uh, you know, human rights, uh, emer- environmental rights, or, or even a, a choice. Basically, all these are doing are subverting the traditional cultures. And this is like the communists. This is pre-communism, like destroying the four olds to ushering the uh, um, communism in China. And I really thank God that you are preaching, you are letting everybody know. Because right now in school, especially, I know that in the the school boards, you know, I just uh, urge everyone to go to their school board meetings. You know, I think Fremont, there's one on Wednesday. um, Yes, um, yes. Uh, Wednesday night at 6.30, go to the district office. You know, apparently there's some uh, agenda to subvert the traditional cultures again, our traditional tra- uh, traditions. I really hope that, you know, that parents, you know, uh, um, like-minded people, uh, uh, godly people showed up, showed up to hear and support, you know, uh, what is, uh, and also uh, stand against uh, subversion of the traditional culture. Because food tolerance is, not to exclude, to include. That is not tolerance. Exactly. You cannot say, I'm going to exclude, you know, the the white, the, uh, the traditional marriage, the, tra- uh, the traditional genders that we, and, and calling that, uh, because we have to include. To me, that is actually, um, that's actually discrimination. And I just feel that, you know, as the, you know, uh, godly people, we ran out of time to do nothing. We all have to do something and stand up for our uh, culture because this is cultural Marxism. And you know what? The um, Christmas is coming. Please do not 
um, go along to get along. If someone called this as a holiday party, you know what? We don't. What? What? Then what will be next? Well, they're exactly. going to call it a holiday tree now, not a Christmas tree. See, this culture—they are trying to subvert and take Christ out of um, our traditional culture. And I really want to thank God for, thank you for you know just telling, uh, letting people know. Thank you for your call. Your words are clear. You are articulate, my dear sister. You know something about it, being uh, Asian. Um, I'm very happy to have a constituency of my Asian brothers and sisters. They they are my grandchildren as well. I, I tell people that I, I love uh, the grace of God being able to bring us together on so many levels. And um, there is a grand tradition on the part of my Asian uh, community that has come into the saving knowledge of Christ. And they know something about the dark strategies, the dark ideological subversive tactics of, uh, of neo-Marxism. They know it experientially. They know it experimentally and uh, they can smell it before it gets here. And they are very much aware that the vast majority of our fellow Americans are utterly asleep and indifferent to what's going on. But I will continue to blow the trumpet as God opens the door for me to do it. I'll do it biblically. I'll do it logically. I'll do it theologically. I'll do it philosophically. I'll do it every way I possibly can, because if I can get one person to wake up to the reality that there is a takeover going on, starting in our governments all the way down to the ground, then uh, then I've done my job. The solution to all this as well is a real saving knowledge of God in the person of Christ, who is the hinge pin to hold a biblical worldview intact and keep our societies from falling again into the political, social uh, and spiritual darkness that will be the demise of our country and our world in a few years if we don't speak out. This is the Monday edition of Lifeline. I've got two lines open. One triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Two lines open. One triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Be a canary in the coal mine. Be a canary in the tunnel. Don't don't blow the whistle. Let people know the oxygen is low. Let them know the carbon dioxide uh, monoxide is high. Let them know that they are falling asleep and they cannot see it. Let they let them know that they are paralyzed in their convictions, that they are ambivalent in their perception, that they are distracted by their in- entertainment, that they have drifted far away from the word of the living God. Let them know. Let them know because they don't believe they have. But they have. I'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. Indeed, we are glad to be here, glad to be alive, glad to have the life that never ends in the person of the Lord Jesus, who was bound for our sin, that we might be freed from sin, the curse of the law, and every form of demonic, diabolical deception that uh, seeks to bring us back into captivity is what I've been talking about. It appears that men and women are asleep being strapped again by the uh, cords of, uh, of, of sin and, and carnality and, and worldliness and materialism and narcissism and, and apostasy. The cords are strapping around humanity as we speak on so many levels. We need to wake up to it. I've got two lines open, three actually, one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Love to hear from you, particularly those of you who are new callers. Give me a call. Let's go to line number two and talk with Dreamer from Alameda. Dreamer, are you there? 
And thank you so much for keeping these issues front and in 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 our face, in our ears, so that we don't go asleep as we're so proud, uh, you know, prone to do. But yes. I was calling more on the local level because I think I I know I've done it in my life where I just see things as oh that's their problem, oh that's over in that country, oh well, we don't really have that issue here where I'm at. But the thing is, we do pastor, and and it's uh it's it's beating a path to everybody's household, whether they realize it or not. And uh, I say this because the Alameda Post is a new online uh, newspaper all about Alameda and what's happening. Yes. And I paid attention to all the different papers and stuff. And I know some of the anyway. The point is that they uh, celebrated uh, Alameda's first. Uh, uh, by gay, uh, you know, parade. Yeah. And, uh, when you go up online, uh, obviously I wasn't there. I was working at work weekends, but, um, and it's just to me, it broke my heart. It said, Lord, look us, look at us. We are a mess, Lord. I mean, here are grown people out in the park, uh, half naked dressed, men dressed. And, and little children eating cotton candy and all the other things that you expect at these kind of things with all the rainbow colors trying to make it look okay and wonderful and parents just all there with their children and, and, and parents that are just there just, you know, going out on the weekend having fun with their children and, and the kids, this is what they're being shown and taught in school and we've recently seen the results of what the math and reading scores are and everything that's going on. So, I mean, it's really, really disheartening that here, this generation, and just like you were saying earlier, uh, the, the percentage of people that maybe 10 years ago that identified as, as you know, gay, lesbian, or otherwise, um, you know, was under, under 5%. And now yeah. it's doubled. And now the generation, this generation uh, X or whatever they call them now, Z, um, I mean, they're totally grown up in this uh, world of technology and, and, and let somebody else that you're never going to meet on the other side of some screen or some device tell you what's right or wrong. And it's really, really something that we need to wake up and do stuff. Pay attention. We have a in our community. And when I uh, listened to the recent mayor race here in Alameda, the three individuals and stuff, I mean, other than Trish Spencer, uh, the other ones just talk about all of this green stuff and everything else. I mean, they really aren't talking about what's really going to kill a community. And this kind of ungodly stuff is what's going to kill a community. No doubt about it. It's all deconstructionism. If a person were to take all of the expressions of our <clears throat> present cultural manifestations and, and um, use them as a framework over against uh, a traditional biblical worldview, it's deconstructionism. That's what Wendy said. That's what everybody that is walking in the light of the truth knows. And for the believer to be um, casual about it means that we're drifting from God too. Ye who love the Lord hate evil. And that hatred has to be an energy that is abhorrent to that which is destructive to that which God loves. And we have to be willing to do something about it at as many levels as we possibly can. And according to our gifts, the first thing that we need to do is sanctify the Lord God in our heart. Let him be our dread and our fear and then be ready for the spirit of God to use us when God brings people our way. This is the way that is done at the ground level uh, at the ground level. 
there are people who are going to be gifted to go out and do exploits. We have people who are gifted in that area. They're comfortable with uh, political dialogue and confrontation on a civil level, as free Americans should be uh, given to do. And then there are others who are going to do it much more in a smaller, intimate context. Others are going to be committed to a ministry, a gospel ministry that deals with it as vocally as I do. They're going to support that ministry. They're not going to sit with their hands on their thighs. They're not going to not pray. They're not going to not give. They're not going to not direct men and women to good sources. They are. Um, Because if one is not committed to supporting it, as Jesus said, if you are not for me, you are against me. And this is where Christians need to wake up. They will be accountable Um, because when we see the enemy coming and we don't blow the trumpet, their blood is on our hand. This is why we're doing what we're doing. Uh, And when we see the society changing the way that it is, it's only a matter of time, as Wendy said, that we reach what is called a critical mass where there are so many more of them that the Christian will no longer have any chance of seeing uh, righteousness uh, take root, seated in a community, and therefore the necessary, uh, 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 what we call binary uh, culture, a healthy binary culture is a binary culture where we can live in a pluralistic society as long as there's enough representation of truth lovers to uh, lovingly but boldly tell men and women what is right so that we can have have a dialogue at a certain uh, numerical threshold. Marxism turns from being strategically uh, Gramscian in its stealth, stealthily uh, strategic way to becoming much more militant and hostile and punish oriented. Once it becomes the prominent power, those who are in opposition to it will become summarily removed. This is where the Christian uh, will be guilty of, uh, of, of playing games with God and, and, and failing to preach the truth as it is in Christ and be part of a free culture where we can make those changes. When this is not happening, when Christians are just hanging out uh, in their houses, as, uh, as, my, as my girl has said it so many, many times, Misty has said it so many times, you're just going to see the pushback. You're going to see the overtake. And, and now when you look at uh, Gen Zers and Gen Xers, Gen Xers <clears throat> um, just completely immersed in what we know is a, a neo-Sodom uh, and Gomorrah paradigm, from the least to the greatest, from the oldest to the youngest, they came to beat down Lot's door and to know, sexually know, The angels, they didn't know they were angels. They thought they were men. Strange flesh is not the hybrid of humans and demons. Let's get it biblical, get our categories right. They thought they were just going to have sex with some folks that were coming from a different different part of the society because that's. That's how it goes when you destroy a biblical worldview. It's no more about covenant. It's not about making vows. It's not about. Uh, loving God and loving one another. It's not about decency. It's about the rampant expression of sexual pleasure, exploitation, um, and the violence that goes along with it that hallmarks so many of those communities. And like and like um, our sister Dreama said, they they put on the outward facade of of being kind and nice. But reality has shown there's a hostility there as well. 
Um, and this is why it needs to be done in the context of prayer and boldness, uh, where the opportunity comes up to draw the line and keep um, keep keep the uh, gospel supreme as the solution and the word of God open and ready to declare as the light. Without the light of biblical truth, every man's opinion is just his own navel gazing opinion. It has no authority. And uh, this is where we are. And uh, in a minute, it will be uh, too late. Um, I heard Gavin Newsom said many, many years ago when Obama was the big hinchpin to shift us into a uh, a gay culture by uh, by uh, by the policy that allowed for same sex marriage. And then the House White House turned into a rainbow house. That was very clear. He says it's going to happen. It's going to happen. There is a boldness on the part of dark forces um, because they work fearlessly to, to accomplish their agenda. But what's going to also happen, too, as God says, and as John MacArthur says so clearly to Gavin Newsom, um, it will go ill with the wicked. Um, the nation that forgets God will be turned into hell. Now, for them that are walking in that darkness, they, they, they want hell to come. They really do. You, you can bet they don't lose an ounce of sleep for all the pain and evil and confusion and suffering and anger and anxiety and dystopian Gotham City-like manifestations that are going on in our culture right now. They want it to happen because this is how you create Marxist societies where the people are completely dependent upon the nanny state. I warned you. Two lines open, one 329 Two lines open, one 329 The fearful and the unbelieving will have their part in the lake, which burned with fire and brimstone. We'll be right back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 